Hi, welcome to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. My name is Anna Clow. Thank you for being here. Today, we're talking unexpected game-changing focuses for your health and fitness goals. It is really common that we get so caught up in the minutia of optimal macronutrient percentage splits and the most optimal ways to perform, you know, certain exercises and just are so focused on the physical aspect of health that people can sometimes miss the other aspects that are playing in to their health and fitness and their their eating behaviors, their exercise behaviors, right? So today we're talking deep health, right? How you can achieve these goals you have for yourself and keep them long-term life, have life-changing transformation through taking a full picture approach, focusing on more than just what you eat, what your exercise looks like, we're going to talk about kind of the other things that are often forgotten about that play a big role in our overall health. And as I was doing some preparation for this um, podcast today, I came across a article by Precision Nutrition. Something they said here that I love so much is they said you can by focusing on your you know deep health type of thing. They said transform short-term fitness goals into life-changing results through, you know, deep deep health type focus, which I love that. They say that when all dimensions of health are in sync instead of just the physical, that is when deep health is achieved. So what are the different aspects of deep health? First off is relationships. So feeling connected, being able to be authentic with others, feeling supported, feeling like you belong, right? Looking at the relationships in your life and how you could potentially improve those, change those into you know ways that you're going to feel better, more fulfilled with the relationships in your life. So not just romantic. I think a lot of the times we can just fixate on just romantic relationships, but friendships, right? Friendships are extremely important. And personally, that's one thing that for a long time, I kind of had a little bit of of, um, trauma there with my experience um, when I was younger with some different friends and kind of for a while, like almost closed myself off to looking for friends, to, you know, keeping my uh, friendships strong. And I was kind of in a little bit of like a hibernation. And in hindsight, that took a toll on my health. I didn't even realize how lonely I felt and how much being around people, connecting with others played a big role in my health. Um, So when I started focusing on that, which was honestly 2022, 
mid 2022 even was when I really started to put more effort and attention and focus into that. And I saw a huge shift in my overall well-being. I was much less in my head. Um, it's, it's, I think this can be game changing for a lot of people. If you, if you are someone who was like me, where I would kind of isolate myself sometimes and I would, I would use my, you know, personal growth journey as kind of like a cop out for, oh yeah, I'm just focused on myself type of thing. When in reality, I wasn't putting priority on the different relationships on developing and nurturing and improving or finding new relationships um, in my life. And another thing with this is it's it's not always quantity here. It's really, I think, quality when it comes to your relationships and, and just focusing on nurturing the close people around you. And um yeah, I think this this could even be a good like whole other uh, topic for a podcast. But going to move on to the next section, which is purpose. So in life, what is kind of your purpose, your your meaning? And I know this is it's deep, right? Um, but that's what we're talking about today: deep health. And it's kind of a trend I see, especially in younger people who are maybe, you know, high school age up into like college um, is that there's a lack of meaning purpose and that can have a big impact on mental health and also can lead to hyper fixating on things like your body, right? Your, and then that, what does that lead to? Eating behaviors. And then you're so fixated on your food and it just becomes this obsessive type of thing because what else is the focus in your life, right? Like what are you working towards? What is your, you know, mission outside of changing your body, right? That's kind of where years back my issues with my body and with food kind of came up is like, I didn't have bigger and better things going on. You know, that was like my thing that I kind of made everything about and all I thought about. Right. (laughs) And it sounds so silly, but I I see this a lot and it can lead, I think, to um, just overall hindering your well-being. And this is something that I heard Jill Coleman speak on is like the she uh, talks a lot about moderation type eating and, and nutrition behaviors and something she's mentioned before is like when you notice yourself being so hypercritical of like your body and, and obsessive with food is is think to yourself like what are like what I, I don't have you know bigger and better things going on than to you know be so caught up and obsessive with thinking about this type of thing, which really resonated with me and kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, is something that I've been through. So that is the second part of deep health. Third is your mental health, right? I talk about this all the time, how your mental and physical health go hand in hand. And when you, I, 
Danny Matrenga on Instagram. He just made a wonderful uh, post on this that was so quick and short and just really so true as he said that if you work on your physical health without working on your mental health, you're going to have a hard time. If you work on your mental health without working on your physical health, you're going to have a hard time, which is so true, right? They go so hand in hand. And with the little, I'm looking at this um, photo that I also um, found from Precision Nutrition. They say that the mental aspect of things is being alert, focused, competent, and thoughtful, and learning, remembering, and solving problems as well. I think the learning aspect and the solving problems portion here is huge. Personally, I notice that I am my happiest self when I am continuing to learn. Every day I am looking for new things I can learn and grow in, no matter how small it may be. Continuing to feel that sense of growth in your life, I think, can can be really helpful. And I think a lot of people, I can I, I notice that sometimes people will get to a certain age, maybe they'll stop school, or uh, maybe they'll hit a certain point in their career that they're you know happy with or whatever, and then they'll kind of stop any and all learning and. You don't have to you don't have to always be learning talking like career wise or whatever, but even just like learning how to like garden or I don't know anything that kind of helps you expand your knowledge and grow as a person, I think can contribute a ton to your well-being and solving problems as well. This is something as someone that I followed who, she completed her chemistry PhD and a couple months, you know, post her completing this, I saw her talking on her stories and she's like, yeah, I, I almost like miss the, like the really hard, complex, challenging problems that I, you know, was solving. And so she kind of was like looking for an area of her life where she could kind of, um, she was tutoring more uh, on top of like her, you know, job as well. So I thought that that was really like interesting and I think really true is is kind of look at where can you learn more in your life and um, and that can be quite influential to your deep health. Next portion here is your environmental surroundings. So kind of looking at your everyday surroundings of where, you know, who is around you? What media are you consuming? This is a big one, right? It's really easy to consume constantly the news. Everything is doomsday. The world is ending, this and that. And really ask yourself, is that contributing to your well-being or is it taking away? And it's not that you shouldn't be informed. I think that being informed is important. But sometimes we can just let that be this constant thing that 
is in the background and these different things are weighing heavy on us, right? It can just lead to this, like almost like this dread if we're consistently consuming all this negativity and sadness and frustration and, you know, complaining about the things that we can't necessarily control. And so um, a big, something that was really helpful for me is kind of, I, I totally shut out the news. I don't watch the news. Um, I stay informed, but it's not something that I'm doing on a daily basis is checking in on things like that. And I make sure that my, you know, the sources I'm consuming things from are are sources that I want to be consuming things from. Like, so for example, if you know anything about AI, that is quite an evolving thing that is kind of going to make some big impact on the world. And I chose to learn about it from sources who I knew would not make it all doom and gloom. And sure enough, I finished watching a video and and he goes, yeah, so this is how you can use this as an empowering tool to improve your life and improve your career, whatever, right? And it's rare, I think, to find sources who don't make everything fear-based um, and who kind of help equip you with ways that you can move forward. And so anyways, this is kind of getting on a tangent, but looking at what you're surrounding yourself with, what you're consuming, where do you live? Do you do you just absolutely hate where you live? Okay, is, is that something you can change, right? Even when it comes to environmental stuff, what kind of food are you buying and keeping in your house, right? This can go, this can go deep. Um, Environment has a huge role on our habits. So if you notice yourself struggling with a certain habit, ask yourself, what can you do in your environment to make things easier to, to implement a new habit? Maybe you always maybe you're consistently forgetting to take your morning supplements. So what if you put your supplements next to your coffee maker that you use every morning, right? Um, That's also a little bit of a tangent, but environment plays a big role in our deep health. Next portion of our deep health is emotional. I love this one, how it's kind of, they separated this from mental Uh, health is emotional health is experiencing a full range of emotions and expressing them appropriately is what this image says. And I think this is so key is being able to feel your emotions and process them in a way that's helpful for you. So instead of numbing yourself Anytime a certain uncomfortable emotion comes up, sitting with that, sitting with the emotion and experiencing it, letting it travel through can be so powerful. It's really easy to get on social media, totally distract ourselves, or you go reach for some food 
that's going to give you a big, you know, dopamine spike, or you're going to distract yourself with something else, right? We live in such a fast paced world where it's easy to distract ourselves from (laughs) feeling any emotion, right? Any like human emotion. And what does this do? This leads to things bottling up to us, not processing things as we could or, or, or should in a way that's going to lead to us having you know control over our emotions i think that when we let things bottle up our emotions can then tend to have control over us it can lead us to do things that we don't necessarily want to do or or say right we'll we'll say things that we don't mean or we'll have we'll like lash out when we don't mean to or um you know we'll our decisions won't be as clear because we have all these emotions bottled up that we haven't worked through. And so this is kind of, this can go really deep here, but um, that's another thing to look at is how are you prioritizing tuning into yourself, listening into your body and what you are feeling, and then processing those, whether it be through journaling, talk therapy, a little bit of cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself, which is my favorite uh, strategy. Basically, that is, it's a little bit of a question framework. And that's something I do with myself a lot is when I feeling something like, for example, fear. I talked about this on my stories today about how I overcome fear. Um, But asking myself questions, okay, what am I feeling? Is this true? what is actually true what do i you know want to be true here and what do i need to do to shift this or you know et cetera, et cetera. so it's kind of reflecting asking yourself questions um so yeah lastly is physical health so right as we take care of in the gym with our uh, lifestyle with our nutrition Physical health, leading you to feeling vibrant, energized, thriving, performing, and functioning well. That's a that's the last part of our deep health. So again, this, um, this diagram that I'm referring to is from Precision Nutrition, um, so you know. And yeah, I think that this, especially when it comes to nutrition behaviors. I find other aspects of deep health leading to having struggles and challenges with nutrition, right? Mental health, emotional health, existential health, relational health, environmental, these things often play the biggest role in our nutrition and our ability to make different choices to eat things that are going to really nourish and serve our bodies well um, versus kind of reaching for the things that's going to give us quick feel good type of feelings and keep us stuck in the same cycles and the same patterns that we've done for so long. For me, like looking back on my journey, my relational health, 
my emotional health, mental health, and existential and environmental, all of them really, working on these things had the biggest impact on my nutrition. Right? I could learn all the things about nutrition. I could try so hard with, I could white knuckle it uh, for, you know, weeks, months, and just really like forcing something, forcing these different behaviors. And then what would happen? I would crash and burn. I would fall back into old ways and old habits because I hadn't addressed these deep health factors, right? It's truly been the most transformational thing for me on my health and fitness journey and what has helped me come out of horrible hormonal issues. My blood work was terrible. Had so many issues with my gut health along my journey. I've had issues with my mental health, right? And all of these things would affect my eating behaviors. And that was what would lead to, it was just a cycle, right? And so I think if you can take a step back, look at your whole life, look at all of these aspects of deep health and ask yourself, what is the number one one that you can focus on right now that's, that's you know, kind of unexpected that you might have not even thought of until now? Focus on that and see what kind of impact that has on your results, on your health, on your overall feelings of well-being. And this is why my clients and I will sometimes end up talking about boundaries, you know, navigating relationships, mental health, right? Or like work. And, you know, as a nutrition and fitness coach, I of course stay in my scope of practice, but sometimes helping bring awareness to these things, asking, you know, questions for helping my clients with reflection and, you know, or referring them out to like a therapist or someone who can help them in that specific type of thing is often extremely complimentary for a client on, you know, their health journey. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is an incredible topic to reflect on that can help you on your journey. I know that this was huge for me. And if I really knew this or was able to absorb this information a couple years ago, I probably would have taken a different approach with my health and fitness goals, right? I probably wouldn't have been so hyper fixated with my macros and my, you know, um, my body. I probably would have taken a zoom out and seen where I could improve some of these other things. But I'm grateful for my journey and the things it's taught me and just learning about these, you know, um, how health is so much more than just the physical um, has been game-changing for me. And I hope that this is for you. I'd love your feedback. If this resonated with you, please reach out to me. I love 
hearing feedback and we can have a conversation. I'd love to hear what you want to hear more of on the podcast and how else I can best serve you. So thanks for being here again. And I hope you have a good rest of your day, week, weekend, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. And we will talk more soon. Bye.